Hello and welcome to Another Look, a podcast about anything and everything that we feel deserves another look. I'm your host, Jeremy McKinley, joined by... And Brian Powers. Brian Powers, the uh, the champion of Marvel. Yes. And we are back in DC land. Yes, we are. Talking about Aquaman, the new movie directed by James Wan, starring Jason Momoa, Amber Heard, Willem Dafoe, Patrick Wilson, Dolph Lundgren. Oh, good old Na- Dolph. And Nicole Kidman looking great at 50. Yeah. Goodness gracious. It's just not fair. She's like trying to top her ex Tom Cruise for some good action right, right. now, right? <laughs> Doing some, if I see her hanging out of a helicopter, I'm gonna be like, "All right, she's trying right. to one up that motherfucker." Right? <laughs> but hey, I mean, these fifty year olds are topping these, you know, these young kids these days. They really are. Are these young kids behind behind the CG? But these these, these old people are like, nah, nah, nah. They get shit done. Take it out. Let's go back to the schoolyard and show you how it's really done. <laughs> <laughs> Before you had that CG and all of them wires and stuff. Right. Yeah, for sure. Cool, cool. Yeah. So this is Aquaman finally got a movie. Yeah, you know, it, when you think about all the different comic book movies and stuff like that, uh, you go down the list, and yeah. it might take you a while to get to Aquaman, but, I mean, though, I will say this, like, this Aquaman is badass. And they got the right guy to do it, too. Oh, Jason Momoa? Every, oh, hell yeah. Everyone wants to doubt my boy Zack Snyder, but when it comes to casting... Oh, he's done ev- a good job of everyone casting. He, everyone he's picking, you're just like, oh, that was a good, that was a good choice. Yeah. You pick someone else, and you're like, oh, that was a good choice. And then yeah. you're like, Gal Gadot from the Fast and Furious movies? All right. And then you watch the movie, and you're just like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Keep at it, Zack. You know what you're doing. Right, yeah. <laughs> I think I may have Zach like find my wife for me. In terms of casting, there haven't been like any like really bad marks on there. Like. No, I mean the only one that people don't like, I like it fine, but everyone else doesn't like is uh, Eisenberg as, as Lex Luthor. That's yeah, the, that's uh, true. That's probably the that's probably the only one. But even then, whether or not you like it, I still think it's an interesting choice as opposed yeah, to just like true. a boring choice. Like I see where they went with it you and see, where they're thinking. You see where they're going with it. It was just, in my opinion, a they sw- it was a big swing, but for me it was a swing and a miss. But at least they they went big. Well, I hate it when people would just go for a bunt. He was definitely swinging for the fences on that one. You know what? I respect any man that swings for the fences at there the very least, man. Mm-hmm. So yeah, this movie cost one hundred and sixty million to two hundred. I don't know. Uh, Wikipedia says it's between. That it's like a forty million dollar difference. Okay, but, either uh, way, a lot of fucking money. <laughs> but I will say this: um, unlike Black Panther, all the money's on the screen. <laughs> yeah, because when I when I watch Black Panther, I'm like, this is the CG you guys got for two hundred million dollars. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> when you watch Aquaman, you're like, oh no, this looks like all oh, the money. Yeah. <laughs> all the money is there. And, and some. That and some, yeah, man. So the the basic plot of this movie: you got Aquaman played by Arthur Curry. He uh, his brother. Half brother Orm, Ocean Master, played by the great Patrick Wilson, is uh basically about to declare war on the surface world, and uh, Aquaman has to go in and uh basically stop him. He doesn't really want. He's the reluctant heir to the throne. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't really care about what happens there until they start messing with his uh his land dwellers. Yeah, you gotta protect those <laughs> land dwellers. So uh, we're gonna talk about this spoiler free right now. Yeah. Uh, stuff we like and don't like, and then uh if uh if it's spoiler stuff you want to talk about, we'll talk about that after we do our review or after our ratings. Sounds good. So, Brian, first thing you want to talk about, good or bad, hit me. Oh, well, you already kind of said it, but this movie is beautiful. Yes. Like, 
All the money's on the screen. The CGI was next level. Yeah. I mean, in every way possible. Action, set piece, action, set piece. Like, it was just... And this was a long movie, too. So there's a lot of CGI. I'd be interested to know, like, how many scenes have CGI in it. It's going to be... All of them. uh, Yeah. (laughs) It's going to be, like... Uh, like 4,000 at least. Every scene except the shot with the puppy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, even that. They might have made the, the dog a little bit bigger. Turn that, turn that puppy all CGI. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't really there. <laughs> that, was some, that was the best CGI of the movie then, right? Yeah, right? But yeah, uh, dude, yeah, the way this movie looks, fantastic, man. Uh, visuals uh, were great. Uh, James Wan really, I, I mean... I don't like to always say this, but he directed the crap out of this movie, dude. Oh, he really did. Like, I feel like almost every set piece had something different, but had energy to it. You know? He did not just go for the bare minimum of what it would take to make this scene fine. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a fight scene, or I mean, there are plenty of fight scenes in this movie, plenty of them galore. There's a lot. But uh, one that stood out uh, in particular for me, because James Wan loves his, uh, he loves his long camera shots. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You see it a lot, especially in Conjuring 2. You get to see a lot. I haven't seen that one Watch yet. that one. Yeah, Have you seen Conjuring 1? I've seen the first oh, one. That was yeah, good, right? that, one, that one, I don't get scared a lot, uh, except for if there's clowns. Yeah. Uh, but uh, that movie, like, scared the shit out of me. Me and my friends had to watch, like, a episode of Parks and Rec afterwards After before we went back home. Just to cleanse your palate? Yeah, because we're like, all right, we're all kind of well, freaked the, out. Right the way now. he builds tension was just oh, so dude, good. Yeah. And with those, and with just good camera shots. Like, he's like, he's. So, uh, I, I, I'll, I'll point out this beforehand. He, I, one thing I pointed out that this movie has that uh, I haven't seen yet in a DC movie, or even really in a superhero movie, were the transitions. Like, there were some really smooth transitions that that, that very much reminded me of, uh, you know, Edgar Wright, right? Yeah. Yeah, like, uh, one thing that Edgar Wright's really good or known for when you watch the movies are, like, really top-notch transitions from scene to scene yeah. to scene. Like, his his movies flow so much. You don't even see the scenes to them. Like, every scene, like, Edgar Wright ends every scene knowing how the next scene will be shot and edited. You know what I mean? So there's never, like, it's never just like, oh, they find the movie in the edit. Yeah, like, it's no, never, like, the, a hard cut where you're like, yeah, what? Like, like he yeah. had the edit in his head when he was making it. Yeah. Know? I'm going to put out one of my favorite scenes just to throw it out there. That, okay. That uh, that wonderful uh, chase slash fight scene and well, I guess where I guess where were they at? In Morocco or something? They're in some. Oh, there was uh, some Mediterranean town. Are right? you talking the one with black? The, the one black man. Yeah. Uh, it was Italy. Italy. Oh, oh yeah. Sicily. It was, it was Sicily. Sicily. Yeah. Sicily. The home and, of my people. Oh, there you go. <laughs> and they had a chase scene slash fight scene on rooftop. Yeah. That I thought was one of the most, and it was interesting because. Uh, James Wan took over, or he did the he did Furious Seven, the, the seventh Fast and Furious movie. I believe. Yes, and and he, he kind of did that after uh, Justin Lin had been doing it for so long. Yeah, and that's the one when Paul Walker died. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah, that's when he died in mid production. Mm-hmm. And have you seen the Fast and Furious movies? Yeah, I've seen all of them. Now this chasing reminded me of like an amped up version of the chasing in Fast Five when the Rock's chasing them. Yeah. Right? Oh yeah. Remember the rocks? Like, remember they're on like they're on one floor. The rocks yeah. on, on the bottom floor chasing them. And they're him? cutting between kind of two two levels. Yeah, two levels, and they did the same. 
Except, I mean, I, except with James Wan, he made it smoother. Yeah. To where, like, he, like, has, like, where, where you follow the person chasing a person out the window, and then it follows, and it's just so incredibly smooth and seamless. Yeah, I didn't even seamless, shit. But I don't even like think that, about that. I don't that. Like yeah, that yeah. yeah, it's like, he's like, all right, I've done this before, but now I learned some shit, exactly. and I want to make it better. Exactly. <laughs> and one thing I always complain about, or always harp about with action, geography. Knowing where characters are at any given yeah. place. When you have multiple things happening at the same time. You need to know what's happening there, what's happening there, and how close are they together in proximity and why does this action matter to this? Yeah, because they can get muddled up exactly. real quick. And, you know, there's some action scenes where I'm like, all right, I don't know what's happening right like, now. They're fighting, they're fighting. I don't know where they are in relation to each other. Yeah. But in this, you know where everything it is at, at, at any given time. Everything is not only clear, but the camera work is gorgeous. Yeah. There's this part where, like, they, it feels almost like they kind of took a shot also from uh, X-Men 3, when, when the camera's following Juggernaut, like, going through walls uh, and walls. Yeah. And there's a guy who goes through walls, walls, goes downstairs, yeah. turns all the way around, the camera goes around him, then he goes through another wall, because he's following, yeah. following Mira on rooftop, but he's looking at her through, like, through his scanners and everything. Mm-hmm. And just following the camera, following him, it was just, it was, it, that scene was a ride. Oh, Yeah. Yeah, that that scene was really good. I wish that I actually the the my one thing on that scene mm-hmm. was I felt like it ended too soon. Like huh. you know, not not the whole thing, but definitely like the fight with Black Manta, mm-hmm. like towards the end at the end of the scene. Mm-hmm. And I felt like that ended a little soon. I was like, shit, I want more. You know? Okay, but but, but on the bright side, it's good that it left you wanting more. It's true. Because, you know, like, you know, because I'd rather have a fight, I'd rather have a scene in too early than have you saying, come on, wrap it up, be the scene's, true. Going, the scene's going too long. Yeah. And also that means more black mana later. That's true. I Yeah, and I and I tried to keep in mind, like, that with black mana, they were, that was more of a setup. He was never going to be the main villain in the movie. Exactly. It's a setup, but they also give him time to shine, though. Because there true. are times where setups literally are just a tease. You don't really get to see what the character yeah. can do. They did give him a montage, which I was, I thought was interesting. I, because, I, mean, I mean, with him building a suit? Yeah. Yeah, yeah because I don't know if I've ever seen, a, a like, a, a villain, a villain a have villain a montage. montage. It's like, yeah. I'm trying to, I, I was trying to think back. I was like, I don't think I've ever seen that before. I mean, it's interesting, but I've, I've never seen that. Yeah. And, like, just him, like, him personalizing it. And I was like, I sat back, and I kind of smiled, and I'm like, well, of course he's black. He's, he, he's like, yeah, he's like, yo, this suit is dope, but I'm going to spray paint it because yeah. black just looks better. <laughs> yeah, and then when they when they brought that suit in, I think it, it was white, right? Yeah, it was white, yeah. Yeah, and I was like, oh, well, this shit's going by. You know, right? you're just waiting for it. I mean, that was, I mean, that was the Batman Begins thing. Like, does oh, it, yeah, like, sure. like, does it come in black? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. All right, cool. What else you got for me? Um, all right, so I, I do have some some negatives to, to go uh, off with. Of course. Um, the villain, Ocean Master. Ocean Master. Oh. Um, I feel like I feel like they were close to making him like a fully realized villain. Mm-hmm. There was a few things I, I would have liked. Okay. Um, and and they alluded to it a couple of times uh, where they're talking about the pollution that uh, the uh, uh, land dwellers yeah. pour into the ocean. All this, and, <laughs> and they and they say it a few times. And they show I, it. Do like one little visual. One, yeah, one little yeah, visual. Showed, but yeah. I was like, oh, you could have done that. Like if if they would have put in there, like how it affected their 
you know them. Right? Yeah, the them, because their families, their people. Because it felt like it was affecting the ocean, but not them directly. Exactly, because you, you didn't see it in the beautiful, exactly. you know, like, underwater Atlantis, city. Atlantis was clean. Yeah, yeah, that was clean as hell. There was not one piece of plastic or or pollution they, they or janitors. Yeah, <laughs> they must have great janitors. So I I wish that they would have shown that instead of told me that right. a, a little bit more because then I would have been like, oh shit, he's got a, book, a good point there. Um, but I feel like they just kind of put that in there um, just at like after the fact. Yeah, you know, uh, I will say uh, Ocean Master was a, he was a bit weird for me because I feel like there was not a lot on the page for him. Yeah. But Patrick Wilson made the best with oh, what yeah. he had. Because I feel like oh he, he Patrick Wilson just went like all right I'm just going full villain with this and I'm just gonna gonna do it you know and I feel like what was on the page had like it was like a maybe like a four or five out of ten villain in terms of yeah quality of writing for his character and he brought it up to like a seven for me yeah where I would but again not an eight or a nine exactly but I but when I watched him I was like he's doing like he's doing the best he can with with what he has here. And to be fair, the character's background in the comics, which they pretty much yank straight from the comics, like that, say that that's his that's his background in the comics, is, or he has like three backgrounds, but that's yeah. the most, that's the most recent one they use. Okay, and it's the one that's the least convoluted, and and in terms of him being him and Aquaman, him and Aquaman being like half brothers and stuff, and him wanting to take over the ocean, it's it's, it's basically that, and it's it's. The problem is, is that it's very much a typical, I want to destroy the world or take over the world. Yeah, it was a little musta- mustache twirly. Very me. mustache twirling, unfortunately. And he definitely needed, and God forbid I say this, but he needed a Killmonger moment where he actually had a point. It's true. Now, yeah. now I don't like Killmonger because oh, <laughs> yeah. all he had was a point for yeah. me. But he needed like that point to be like... And that's what I was searching for. I yeah. was like, and and there were the ingredients were there. They just didn't put them all together, right? And that's why I was, I was just like, you know, just kicking myself because I'm like, it's there, it's there. <laughs> just use it more. Just, you know, just top top shelf on the left. Yeah. You got it. Just yeah, reach, out, reach a little bit farther. It's right there. Exactly. I was like, you were so close. And but unfortunately, that just ended up being a miss for me uh, okay. with the with a villain. Okay, and I, you know I I will agree with you on the, on the villain. I put him as solid, not great, but solid because he doesn't bring down the movie for me. Okay, I did know that yeah, as, yeah. as Night Owl, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, just so, just so many connections there. But uh, yeah, this uh, let me see if I were to point out something I didn't like. I will say this: it had a problem with uh with blending tones. Yes, it was kind of all over the place. Well, for me, it wasn't all over the place as much as there were like three scenes that feel like a romantic comedy, and it felt and and the music even felt like stock romantic comedy background music for a romantic comedy in the mm-hmm. background, and it just felt like I was watching a different movie for a minute, and it was like right during the middle part when Aquaman and Mirror are doing their thing, trying to oh find, yeah yeah, you know, trying to find the MacGuffin of the movie. Yes. And they even do like the dumb, like, oh, they held hands. Oh, we're not holding hands anymore. Type yeah. thing. And, I was, and I was like, for real, y'all? This, for real? We're... That's, an, that's another thing since you're throwing, throwing that out. I did not buy Mira and Arthur at all. Like, mm. I, at the end when they're like. Oh, like, oh they the have... most epic kiss of all time. Yeah. And I will like... say it was shot epically, though. Oh, no. <laughs> it, it was great. It was beautiful. But Underwater like, explosion, 360 shot. I'm like, 
is this earned? I, I didn't feel like it was earned. I, I don't know how you felt, but to me, it didn't feel earned. Mm, I, I'll say, no, yeah, you're right. It, it, it didn't feel earned. I didn't. There was one moment where they kind of connected that felt genuine, but it wasn't like during the Sicily stuff or yeah. when they were. It was just like a moment where like Aquaman does something, or Arthur does something, just like very just slight, and she just kind of has this look like okay, there's more to him than, and I like it, but it was just a look. So I connected more with that. Obviously, the kiss, obviously the big epic kiss was forced and everything, but we gotta have these characters get together because because they're that way in the comics and also because you have love interest and superhero and they have to come together at the end because that's just how a movie works. Yeah, but she was badass. Oh, though. she was incredible. I, I really oh. liked her and her powers and her character. She was actually really good. Oh, yeah, it's up. just I didn't like them together. Yeah, uh, in terms of their their uh, their chemistry. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I didn't think they had fan. I think it was serviceable chemistry. Yeah, it was okay. That's what I would say. It's serviceable. And yeah. That, and again, because it's because it was serviceable, it didn't bring it down for me. It didn't elevate it either. Yeah. But it didn't bring it down for me, which is why it didn't bother me. You know, if, mm-hmm. if you know what I'm saying. I'm not looking like. I won't ever put it as a highlighter or a plus in this movie, but it's but it's not gonna be a negative either. Yeah, for for me at the end, I it was a little, it was a bit of a negative for me just because I was looking at it and I was like, ah, oh, I just didn't feel it was earned I and like, like and you know when I feel like that, it kind of takes me out of the movie. I got you. And and I did have one of those moments. Now it's not like my biggest gripe with the movie or anything like that, but it's something I noticed. I got you. Cool, cool. I've been or uh, negative enough, so okay, I'm gonna go positive. positive. You, got some, um, you got some pluses to throw yeah, into this equation. I, uh, Dolph Lundgren, yeah, and Willem Dafoe. Uh, yeah. They were both really good. You know, Dolph Lundgren has been doing some work this year on the comeback. I know, right? Like, holy shit, he was uh, he was my two? favorite part of Creed Two. Yeah, he was good. You know, I wanted more actually, right? And he was good in this. It's like you know, he had his time in the '80s and. Then he was he just kind of went away. Then all of a sudden, and then Stallone, he's back again. Stallone brought him back with you know the, yeah. the, the and he was on Arrow as well. That's right, he was a bad and guy. He during, was pretty good during, in that like, too. Like, in the uh, flashbacks, yeah, the Russia flashbacks. Yeah, right? the Russia yeah, flashbacks. So okay. he's over the last few years, he's just been plugging away at this comeback, and I think he he's definitely getting noticed. People noticed him for. Uh, Creed 2, and I've been hearing people notice him for this. Like, yeah. he, he's been, uh, he was a really good supporting actor. Yeah, I, I, I do agree. Uh, both him and, you know, Willem Dafoe is never bad. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, I mean, Willem Dafoe couldn't act bad to save his yeah, life. Yeah, he's so. like one of those character actors, you throw him in there, and he's just gonna make it better. Uh, let me see, things I want to point out. I'm gonna talk about, uh, the production design for this movie. Okay. I, I, I love the production design. It's rare that I point out production design, but, like, the way the Atlantis looks, mm-hmm. like, like, the way the armor, like, each individual armor looks, and this is, again, gonna be, is gonna be another jab at Marvel. I, I <laughs> wanted this in Black Panther. I wanted to see what kind of, in all the different kingdoms that they had, because remember they had different animal yeah, totems, and, they, yeah. and you don't get to see a lot of that at all. You get to see like one. They street, hint at they it. They hint but... at it, but it feels, but it made them kind of feel very small, right? Because yeah. you, because all you you heard about it, but you never, but you never got to see them, and you only saw like that one street, the throne room, and like the gorilla place. Mm-hmm. But other than that, you don't. It, it feels it still felt tiny, and you're like two hundred million dollars, and that's all I can see is this. But yeah, and Aquaman, they show you every kingdom. <laughs> To some degree, where it feels huge, like there's still so much to see, and I feel like this is what James Wan was like. If I only get this movie to make an Aquaman movie, I'm going to throw everything that I can possibly throw from Aquaman lore 
into this and he went hog wild. And what I love probably most about this is that it's not ashamed to just be silly in terms of its visuals sometimes. Like, you know, then you're like, oh yeah. Like, you know, that, that whole thing, the whole thing they made fun, you know, in, in the Super Friends cartoon from the, from the, from the seventies. Yeah. And you got Aquaman and Aqualad riding those giant seahorses. Yes. And as soon as Aquaman hopped in a giant seahorse, I was just like, yes, <laughs> yes, do not, own it. Yeah. <laughs> own it. And well, to be fair, those seahorses look awesome, by the way. <laughs> yeah. And they did do that with a couple of things. Yeah. Uh, especially uh, the, the orange and the green. Oh, the costume. Dude, when he came out came in that, out that, I was like. You look good. Dude, you look good. way to take that back, which yes. was like something that was made fun of, uh, what like Entourage and like just Family Guy, Family Guy all over the place, and they they took it back, they changed it up, made it look badass, and when he came out with that with the trident, yeah. I'm like. Motherfucker. Well, well, to be fair, you have to put a badass guy in the car. Well, it's true. Okay. Yeah, I think Jason Momoa kind of helped with that as well. (laughs) (laughs) But even Jason Momoa said he worked with it, uh, with James Wan and the costume designers for months on how to get that, you know, to take it back. Because that was like the first thing that uh, James Wan said when he was talking to um uh momoa about it is oh we gotta have that and momoa's like uh are you sure right but he was like no we're gonna make it badass make it awesome but also again it's very much the you know how remember back in the day when they were afraid to make superhero costumes look like the like the comics yeah they're afraid of it being silly right yeah like you know like there's a time there's a time when they wanted to have superman and being like in a black all black costume because the makers would come out and they didn't want and like black is cool and like the, yeah and then and the red white and blue spandex is just it's cheesy yeah it's old-fashioned it's just like yeah but that's kind of why we like that's it. the point that's why we like it. well and in luke cage like with the tiara and, yeah and, right and, like the yellow and everything yeah, or, they even did that yeah you know like, like, even like even for a minute but yeah they but, did it but for still, a minute but still you gotta say hey man it's like this is the history like, also, this is where it comes also, from you, you know? remember that yeah like how often do you remember just a guy in a hoodie yeah exactly <laughs> exactly do their costumes <laughs> yeah please costume uh momoa let's momoa, talk about momoa man. momoa mm. you know he, I think he he did really well with this. There, there is some moments that it kind of was weird, but I I'll talk about that in a minute. And I think that was more like with script and dialogue and stuff. Okay. But I think he did really well with what he had to work with, mm-hmm. and um, you know he just really made this once again much maligned character a badass. Yeah, he made Aquaman his own. Yeah, and here's the thing, and here's another thing I'll point out with me being a, uh, more deep into the lore of comics than you are. Some of the some problems with certain DC characters is that they're a little bland in the comics. Like I mean, like one, one of my favorite Aquaman comics is called The Trench, which is written by Jeff Johns. And actually, mm-hmm. and actually in the movie, you see some, see some of the monsters from The Trench. That yeah, can, yeah, and they, mm-hmm. look, they look just like that in the comics, and it's awesome. Yeah, it's like that was like made me feel like Juan going to his horror background. Yeah, just... so uh, Aquaman, I put in the same thing as, like, uh, Barry Allen Flash in the comics and, like, Hal Jordan mm-hmm. in the comics, where those characters didn't really have personalities. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. like, they were just, like, they were good guys, 
Like I probably the one I liked the most was probably Hal Jordan only because he was a cocky pilot, so at least the cockiness had some kind really, of personality. Yeah, some flavor. Like so, to something, it. something to grab onto. Yeah. is like okay, he's a human being of some kind, right? But Barry Allen's just so straight bland that they had to like make him more like Peter Parker in the Flash TV show. Yeah, and with with Arthur Curry in the comics, they ended up in the comics. They ended up kind of after a while of him just being like this, you know, clean cut, uh, you know, blonde guy that could oh, that you know swims around and talks to fish and you know and does all kinds of awesome stuff under the water. They they needed something to give him some more grit. Mm-hmm. And so they kind of went more with the Momoa look that, that Momoa was taking on, which is like which is like the beard and the long hair. And they had him more be like this kind of like Conan under the sea yeah. type look. Yeah, absolutely. Which works. And so and so I very much had the kind of Conan thing, but then what, what Momoa brought to it, which is what I like, is there's a line in the movie that Wamir says that really I hammers at home and I like that, is that he's kind of a jock. But yeah. that, but that's okay. You do your best thinking when you're not. When you're just just going going by reflex and going by what you know, you're fine. But when you stop trying to think about stuff, mm, that's not your thing. And I'm I don't I don't know if it's the overload of Marvel, but I'm tired of everyone being a genius to some degree at this point in time. Like it's like everyone is a genius. I will give just... you that. Like, <laughs> <It's> like... <laughs> it, that is true. Like if you go down the list of characters of Marvel, they're like they're all scientists with PhDs, and I'm like, can we just? That's just like he's just like this is just how I am. Like he feels he's more about feeling than actually uh, trying to calculate. Yeah. Which is, you know, which, you know, after having all these other characters that are so calculating, I like that we just have a character that just kind of trusts his instincts more than anything else. And, and he very much made that his own man. I just, more, for me anyway, knocked it out of the park. All right, I kind of alluded to it a second ago, but I felt like some of the dialogue was, like, really bad in this movie. And, and I'll I, would, t- I would say cheesy, for sure. Yeah, very yeah. Cheesy for sure. It, and... I feel like it, it was inconsistent too. Like in a certain time, you'll have Jason Momoa, or I would say times of Jason Mabroa, <laughs> where he's just like super broing and broing out all over the place. Yeah, and then, yeah, exactly, my man. <laughs> and then he, and then there'd be other times where he was like a fully realized character and like. Um, Talking about like history and shit like that. Yeah. Uh, with with the um. Oh, with the statues. With like the statues, yeah. yeah, and all that. I'm like, okay, I like this. This yeah. is good. And then like the next moment, he says something bro again, and I know that's part of his kind of how he's playing the character. But at the same time, I felt like that mixed with some of the dialogue, it just didn't work for me, and I felt like it was inconsistent. So, you, so you felt like he. Was kind of two different people at times. I did, yeah, huh. yeah. Because it's weird. Because I felt more like he was. Because I've, I've I've definitely seen the. Uh, I'm also kind of there too sometimes, just with my personality, where you don't like you don't know all the things that I know until it happens to come up. And then, yeah, and, and, true. And he's very much like I'm like I don't talk about like I, I, like oh you know history. It's like yeah, well, why do you bring it up? Because we didn't have to talk about it. Like, why'd you bring it up now? Because it was relevant. We have statues. I and also the whole thing of like his mom being like, make sure that your dad teaches you the, our history and everything. Yeah. He knows his people. He also had uh, Willem Dafoe's character, you know, teaching him the history as well. So he wouldn't know the history of his people. He just doesn't go there anymore. Yeah. But I, I, again, I, I, just just something about the whole thing of you get, I, the, you, uh, how would I put it? Because you know. The, we always had this mindset and at an early age of people being in their own cliques, right? Like if you're a jock, then you're pretty much a meathead and you're kind of like, you know, like, like, you know, you don't, you, you do physical things, but you're not necessarily, in, you know, an in, in intellectual. And if you're a scientist, you don't really do 
probably run you the or rub you the wrong way with incongruence of him being like, oh, I know all about history and this, 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 this. Hey, bro, what's going on, man? <laughs> yeah, and I just felt like it did that too much for my liking. Okay, because it did it like several times. I don't, I don't get like the them turning back and forth with it. Okay. And uh, it just felt clunky to me. Okay, so it could have flowed a bit better. Yeah, a little bit more nuance, I would say. (laughs) You know, um, this is no... no, no preview for what my rating is going to be, but this movie is definitely not nuanced. No, it's not. <laughs> but, but for me, that's okay because it, for me, it owns it for the most part. Like, okay. it, it very much owns that it's silly. And and I can't fault, and here's the thing, I can never fault something for accomplishing what it's trying to accomplish. For example, like, like oh, it's silly. But was it trying to be? Well, yeah. Okay, then you can't really say that it's you can't really say that that's... I mean, if you don't like silly, that's fine. But to say that it didn't accomplish what it was trying to accomplish is one thing. Fair. But if you're saying, uh, but if something fails at it, then I can say, okay, you're trying to do this, but you failed. So now I can make that as a mark against you. Because I'm always looking at where you're trying to go and did you get there. Yeah. Not where did I want you to go. Because you know, the audience always has this whole thing. Of, we think we, we, True. The audience it's... always think, thinks they can make a better movie. Oh, With... I am. <laughs> oh, I can be accused of that. You're uh, becoming that guy times. now, too. I really am. I'm like, oh, what's if? What if they do this? The, way, that the this? ways I can fix that. Oh yeah. But then again, you know how they always say hindsight is always twenty twenty. Well, of course. Like, well, yeah. if I had a thing, it's like, yeah, well, you also weren't in the middle of it at the time. And if you true, could, and you'd be like, oh, this is great when you see it, and then after about like a hundred times of watching, you're just like. Well, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> True, yeah. I'm guilty of that more than anyone, I think. I don't know. I think you, me, and Russell all kind of do that at one time. Oh, yeah. Well, I was like, well, we're writing a better movie. <laughs> right. I know when we, uh, especially in Marvel movies, you and Russell will just go off. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, oh, wait a minute. We're we're making a better movie here. <laughs> sidebar. <laughs> yeah, a lot of sidebars. But, yeah, what do you got? Do you got anything else? Uh, not really. I mean, this this movie is, for me, in a good way, it's very simple in terms of its plot, right? You just... Bad guy wants to do his own thing, and I let me see if I can meet you in the middle here because I know our our love and hate of DC and Marvel kind of be in a weird like double helix type way. <laughs> but but you know, but after I love Batman v Superman, and I know you hate it, mm-hmm. but I know that you also think that the, that movie is very very uh, convoluted and overly complex for yes. the sake of it. And so when I see a movie that's just a purely fun, simple superhero movie where they don't try to like make everything over complicated, they don't have to like add eight different subplots. It's just it's clean. And it's streamlined. This is what's happening. They're trying to stop this guy. Boom. Why are they here trying to stop this guy? But is it streamlined? <laughs> because it's a two and a half hour movie. Well, that's just a long movie. Though. Yeah. I mean, Lord of the Rings is still a streamlined version of the book, which is way longer. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, I, I felt like there could have been, like, time. Like, I felt like this movie could be, like, 20 minutes shorter. And you're not going to miss too much. Really? In my opinion. Okay. I, I felt like there were, especially uh, scenes getting to the MacGuffin. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, the whole Uncharted Indiana Jones stuff? Yeah. Yeah, a lot of that stuff. I'm like, uh, honestly, okay. I feel like that stuff just could have been done better, but I don't think I would I would cut it out. Cut it out? Because, okay. Because you got to have, you get, they have to build a relationship somehow. True. And if you cut it out, then they just have no relationship to build. Okay. And so I, I, you definitely need that there, but... Uh, in terms of upping the quality of that, I agree on that. Okay. It, it, it definitely does get really, really sillily rom-com. And the music and her eating. And I don't understand the whole, like, oh, I don't understand how 
surface stuff works. Do I eat this rose? <laughs> right. I was yeah. That did not land for me whatsoever. No. I thought I was like, okay. I mean, I see what they're yeah. going for. But I did like the Pinocchio bit though. I did. That was one of the things I liked. Where he was like, "I saw the movie." Oh, oh no! Was he just like, "You got it from a book?" He's like, oh, yeah. a book?" Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I just saw the movie. It's like, <laughs> it's like, whoa! I didn't know. Like, he's excited. There's a book. I didn't know about that. Yeah. That's awesome. But I thought that was a good line. But also, it, again, what I love more about DC than Marvel is the comedy. Feels like it's to the characters most of the time, mm-hmm. and not just like. One liner, one liner, one liner, one liner. And so, like, Aquaman wasn't trying to always drop, like, I mean, he would drop one liners, but they felt like, like, you know, permission to come aboard type stuff, where I was just like, yeah, I'm having a good time. I'll be honest, though. Yeah. The humor didn't do it for me. In my opinion, there wasn't a lot of humor, though. Um, there, I I felt like there was, there was a lot of stuff that I, I heard, like, other people laughing at, Hmm. but I was like, it just didn't land for me. So I, I felt like there wasn't a ton of it, but the stuff that they did have, it didn't really work that well for okay. me. Okay. So, so I, 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 I wasn't sitting there groaning like it was like there was a comedian bombing on stage. Yeah, <laughs> no, I felt them like trying to set up for some jokes. Okay. Uh, I can't really think of them offhand, but uh, in, I, I remember saying to myself, oh, I didn't think that was funny. Okay. Um. So, yeah. So I, failed, failed comedy, all right. A little bit, a little bit. And then... I also thought there's such thing as too much spectacle. Because there was a lot of spectacle here. Sensory overload. Yes. Yeah. I, I can see that at the end. Yeah. I got the big battle at the end, mm-hmm. I felt like was sensory overload. Yes. For me. However, the fight between him and Orm was, was I thought was amazing. Yeah. I, I think... Um, like, like, once it, like, once it got down to just two, good, two dudes fighting again, I was like, all right, we're good, we're good, we're good. We are great. And I think you can already sense where my reign's going, but um, I felt like that kind of brought it back for me a little bit, because the movie was kind of losing me up to that yeah. point, especially with just all of the spectacle and things going, and right. I mean, it was all beautiful I, and great. I will say, luckily, it doesn't last that long. True. Because, like, it was like five minutes, I'm all right. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. But I, I did I did feel like I was getting sensory overload. It didn't need to necessarily be in this movie. Yeah. It kind of felt like a little bit of better done this, uh, but you remember those G.I. Joe movies? Yes. Uh, where they're like underwater and doing all this kind of oh, stuff. Yeah. The CGI is way better way here. Better. Oh, yeah. But I felt kind of the same way. It was like overload. Oh, that, There's yeah, like that too much one, yeah, of it. That first one for sure. Yeah, that yeah. For sure. So, it, and, uh, of course, this was better done. Yeah. But it, it kind of felt similar to me. That like image kind of was just jumping in my head. And you know what? I understand and I see that and it, and it, is, it actually is a fault for me. But I also weirdly understand it at the same time. Okay. You talked about how good it looks, but the cinematography is gorgeous. It's great, yeah. There's a shot that I want to just talk about real quickly for a second. The shot where Aquaman and Mir are going down to the trench with the flare, and it's just like that red dot where they're just being what well, that the horde of the uh, of the creatures. Yeah, and like they showed it in the, uh, the trailers the trailer too. too. But like in the movie, they just let you see yeah. how many of them are they're surrounded by, and yeah. just like that one little like red dot just oh, going down. It was awesome. And it got quiet for a minute, just so you yeah. could see, you like, just reveling. Because, like, you know, when they're on that boat, you're like, oh, they're ju- they keep jumping up one, two at a time. And you see how many are under them. And you're just like, oh, <laughs> okay, there's there's a lot more under there. Seeing the sheer scale of it. Yeah. When I've been recommending this to people, I say it's like Avatar underwater in terms of just, like, sheer spectacle. Yeah. 
I mean, you got people underwater, you got crab people, you got mermaids, you, you got like some kind of kraken thing that, that looks awesome. Yeah. I mean, That's Julie Andrews. Oh, was that, oh, was that Julie Andrews? <laughs> yeah, she didn't do uh, Mary Poppins cameo, but she did this movie instead. God bless her. <laughs> I was like, I was like, that voice is familiar. Is that Julie Andrews? And then after the movie, I was like, holy shit, that was Julie Andrews as the Kraken. She, she is a British treasure. Oh yeah, she's great. It's just like. What? <laughs> it just it just took me a second. Uh, Not yeah. bad. I'm just like, I was like Julie Good? Okay. Julie Andrews? They Okay. Hey, Mary Papa's going on. <laughs> yeah. Mary Papa's an Aquaman movie. Like, uh, uh, yo, your movie's playing next door. You right? <laughs> I think you're in the wrong movie. And she's like, no, I'm in for Aquaman. You're just like, okay. All right. <laughs> you, you do your thing, right. Julie. <laughs> she's like, Brian, I already did that movie. It was perfect. Yeah, it was like 50 years ago. Exactly. I, did, I, I did all I could do. I was talking about Doctor Strange as well, and it's like being one of the movies you could put on in the background at a party. Yeah. And turn the sound down, and just the visuals of it can constantly just be like, that's just so cool to watch. Yeah. And I feel like Aquaman could also be be that as well. Oh, like, absolutely. Just like watching. There are so many times in the movie that I just sat back and was like, wow, that was just an awesome motion or just an awesome shot just straight out of a comic book. Like the shot when both him and like Orm, Ocean Master, like, you know, land on the top of that ship to like do their final battle. And Orm has that super, has that, like has that super villain kind of landing where he lands some slow motion. Yeah. And does that, does that stand up and the camera's all tilted so he has like that awesome up shot going at him and everything as he's posing with his trident. I'm just like, man, that's badass. Yeah. And, and like he's wearing his Ocean Master helmet and everything yeah. too. So, like they do not... Pull, pull back on what characters look like from the comics. Oh, no, they don't. Like, they go for it. Very much, uh, I, just the way it looked. I could watch the movie like just a bunch of times. And just, in terms of just visual spectacle and it looking like like an Aquaman comic, it, it gave me everything I wanted. So Yeah, all right. Brian, do you have anything else to add? Yeah, I have one more. Uh, it might be a little bit nitpicky, but the whole thing with Nicole Kidman, mm-hmm. I was just waiting for her to come back. Oh yeah, of course. And I know this is a little spoilery, um, but I was just waiting for it and waiting. All right, I was like, "Come on, we didn't see it. Let's go. Yeah. When is it gonna Get happen?" To but I will say, at the same time, it is um, it is refreshing to have a hero that that when the movie is over, both his parents are alive. True. <laughs> yeah, I, I give you that. Times have we and she did shine with what she did oh. afterwards. It was just one of those things where it was like. All right, let's just get to it. Yeah, I know this is gonna happen. Yeah, I, well, of course they have the whole thing of you, if, you, if they don't die on screen, come on. And even then, even then, but most it's of the time, comics. Just like, oh yeah, comic like, oh, yeah they died. We didn't see it. Oh, so they're not dead? No, they're dead. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah, sure. All right. But yeah, so that that I, I don't know if it's a necessarily a bad thing, but it was just like. It was predictable, so... Indeed it was, I will say. I, I was never in any way believing that they were going to no, kill No, not at all. You don't kill Nicole Kidman off screen. Right? Yeah, and, like, if you're going to cast Nicole Kidman, she's yeah. just not going to be in, like, two minutes in the beginning. Like, no, but to be fair, it was an awesome two oh, minutes. Oh, it was a uh, badass two that, minutes. That, that fight scene, that, that oh, fight scene in the lighthouse was amazing. Oh, yeah, that was great. I was like, all right, like here we go. Yep, just women just kicking ass all over this movie. Dude. There really is. Both her and Mira, like, both were just, you know... Oh, kicking ass. Really and her, awesome. like I said, I said earlier with her powers, the way she can control yeah, water. Her, her and... high, uh, hydrokinesis. Yes, so, yeah. hydrokinesis. Yeah. Like, that was awesome. I really like that. Yeah, there's a... She's... 
there's a really cool moment in the comics with Mirror where, like, she doesn't like humans, but she just kind of puts up with them for Aquaman. That's kind of her thing. She's tolerant She's of tolerant them. of them. Yeah. But there's one point where, like, one guy's just talking so much shit to her, right? So just kind of just to put him in his place, she just starts evaporating all of his body water out of his body. Oh, shit. And, and just, like, just, just to scare him, to be like, oh, just stop talking shit. <laughs> oh, that's great. Well, she kind of, she did that on a smaller scale yeah, a smaller with scale. him. With, with, with the sled, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that's very much a, like just a very cool power and very dangerous power to have. Too, oh something. yeah! But like the whole thing with her in the wine shop was was great too. Oh, that was sick. Yeah. Yeah, and then she had like there were like spikes of like wine spikes going through. Wine. Oh, oh, dude, people get like there's little to no blood in this movie, but people get impaled like oh, yeah, <laughs> for sure. There was, there was no like that whole thing with with Aquaman and a uh, black man as dad. Yeah. Yeah, like Aquaman. Aquaman is not prone to hold back if he doesn't. Have to. Oh yeah, yeah. Good stuff. So I'm gonna put give this movie a rating. So. Yeah. All right, Brian, give us a rating. All right. So uh, I was more uh, mixed with this movie. Actually, the people I went with, my brother and his now fiance, they did not like this movie at all. Of course, I didn't like because they like Fiber Homecoming. Fair enough. <laughs> um, Anyone who likes that has, they hated this has movie. no taste. Um, myself, I was more mixed on the movie because mm-hmm. I saw the good stuff, but I did see a lot of the bad stuff. I, to me, I felt like there was a better movie in here. I agree there was um, a better movie in here. And, and, and they were so close on, on a lot of different uh aspects of it and if they just like we said just reached a little bit further back they they would have had it um but also hindsight's 2020 so the whole the whole thing i'll I'll give you all that with too much spectacle i had uh, the main issue was with the the dialogue and him going back and forth between being broy and then a fully realized character but at the end of the day it was beautiful to watch and it was fun um so i'm gonna give it a seven out of ten what a passing grade for a DC movie. Yes. The, yes. The deuce, you say. <laughs> I, You know what? I came in here, like I usually do, thinking, all right, I'll give it a six and a half. But as I start talking about it with you, always, it always bumps up like a half or a full a full mark, you know? You flatter me, sir. <laughs> I know. I know. You got good points, points. My logic bombs just have a nice blast radius, man. <laughs> <laughs> So what about you? Uh, me, I had a ball. This movie it definitely has it definitely has its flaws. Uh, it's definitely DC uh, dipping its toes in other flavors, and I definitely like that. I I am the guy that likes I like the more serious stuff because uh, unfortunately I'm getting more more oversaturated with the uh, bombastic quip after quip after quip after. Let's just have one liners and fun, and I don't I like fun. The problem is I feel like the fun to a point becomes like cotton candy where it's just pure sugar and I'm not and I'm still left wanting I'm still left hungry like yeah. I want something to actually kind of sit in my stomach and have something back to, di- something to digest yeah so oh, oh with this I, I had a bit of both good movie for me anyway uh, definitely not DC's best but probably the direction that most people want DC to go and that's you know uh, uh, as long as they don't go full Marvel I'll, I'll be alright but uh, yeah I'm gonna give this movie an 8 and 8 out of 10 oh okay I figured you'd like it a little bit more than yeah, I did, but but I'm, but I'm gonna be not walking with rose tinted glasses like yeah. everything DC does is just yeah. flawless, you know. But. Yeah, you know, and I it, I was left a little bit disappointed. 
Mm-hmm. I, I will tell you, even with that 7 out of 10, yeah. uh, because I'm just, there. like I said, I couldn't get over the fact that there was more there. And I just really, I hoped it was going to be an 8 or a 9 or a 10 for me. And I saw the, the makings of it, but it just ultimately wasn't there for me. Okay, man. It's, it's all good, man. I'm just happy that we are... We're, we're pretty close on this one in terms, yeah. of, in terms of what we have done. But we still got a little conflict, so that's always oh, well, good. Conflict makes for good podcasts. Sure so. does. Well, thank you for listening. This is Another Look. You can message us on Twitter. That is Another Look with three O's. You can email us at Another Look at at another look podcast at gmail.com and you can message us on Facebook. I'm Jeremy McKinley. I'm Brian Powers and thank you for listening.